Welcome to Live Better Longer on Legend 100.3, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Dr. John DeLuca will discuss common health issues and solutions through the modalities of integrative medicine and how they can benefit you. And now, Live Better Longer. Good morning and welcome once again to Live Better Longer, right here on Legends 100.3, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Mike McGann here with you as I always am. And you can learn more about Palm Beach Integrative Medicine by uh, checking out the website, which is palmbeachintegrative.com, palmbeachintegrative.com, or by calling 561-630-8722, 561-630-8722. As always with me, my friend and the medical director of Palm Beach Integrative Medicine, Dr. John DeLuca. How are you doing, sir? Good morning, Michael. How are you? I am relatively outstanding. Always good to have you. And with us as well is the person who is our boss during this radio program. I am talking about the lovely Courtney. How are you, Lady C? Hello, Mike. Good. I'm always the boss, actually. I just Not called just you Lady C, hour. didn't I? Lady C. I'll take it. All right, Lady C. Well, it's great to have you here uh, as well. Now, we talk about a lot of different things on this program. But today, I'm really interested because what we're talking about is something that's been in the news. It's been all over the place. You've probably gotten mailers about it at your home from people saying, hey, come and do this. Uh, weight loss, it's something that, that you know a lot of us uh, strive for. We try to maintain a healthy weight, a lot of different ways to achieve it. But um, recently, there's been an injection that's been in the news. And I think it's something that uh, we should probably address. How do you feel? I think it's an important topic. Yes. Um, and we're here to talk about semaglutide. Semaglutide, all right. And now it's been the rage in the uh, popular press for oh, about a year now, maybe a little bit more. Yep. Uh, it started with uh, the Kardashians and the, that clan over, you know, that crew. In a the, shocking development. Yeah, it started on, there, right? on the West Coast where <laughs> yep. everything typically starts and uh -huh. it's worked its way here. Um, and there's, a, like anything, there's a good, there's a bad, and there's an ugly side to it. Sure. And it's... Um, when it's like anything, it's a tool. Mm -hmm. And if you use your tools properly, you're going to get a great result. But if you, you misuse your tools, uh, bad things can happen. Well, absolutely. It's like sugar or knives. You know, yes. That, uh, yeah. So let's talk a bit about it because, you know, the, the word that I think most people are going to be most familiar with is Ozempic. Right. I mean, that has been what people talk about with yeah. this. Uh, Ozempic and like Wagovi. Ozempic. I don't okay. know how to say the other one. How do you say the third one? Rebelsis. So Rebelsis. there's basically three um, brand name um, formulations of semaglutide. It is Ozempic, it is Rebelsis, and it is Wagovi. Uh, and the generic or the compounded would be semaglutide. Semaglutide. Okay, we got it. And for our purposes here, um, we're just going to refer to it as semaglutide uh, generally. And, uh, it's a catch-all. Yeah, and it encompasses the entire uh, the entire category. Now, I think it started, if I'm not mistaken, as a treatment for diabetes, right? Type two. It is a diabetes uh, drug. Okay. And but like anything, the dose makes the uh, makes all the difference. There, well, that, like Viagra, which began, it's a heart medication that they found a side effect that could be beneficial yes. in certain cases. And yes, and for other parts yes. of the of the body, exactly. but it, yeah, it has the to blood, do with flow. blood flow. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that actually was a sidebar. It was actually discovered by accident. It's like, oh, we think we have something. And here. that's what happens, yes. right? Yes. And that's medicine and that's science. And that's what happens. So now semaglutide, uh, it turns out that, that when it comes to weight loss, it can be an effective uh, effective drug. It can, can be very effective. Can we start with exactly how it works? Because I think everyone just knows, like, you just inject it and then you lose weight. But, like, why are you losing weight on it? Okay. I, that's so, an excellent point. What's the why and the how behind this? Yeah. Okay. So here's the mechanism for those of you science fans out there. Semaglutide is a glucone-like peptide 1 
uh, otherwise known as GLP-1, receptor agonist, and it works by increasing insulin release, lowering, lowering glucagon release, delaying gastric emptying, and reducing appetite. So how that would feel in the real world is okay. um, your gastric emptying is delayed, so therefore you, you feel basically more full on less food. Right, so the satiation is, is, is there. Yes, yeah, so, and then it, it reduces your appetite. Now, depending on the dose, some people get a little nausea feeling. Okay. And that also will decrease I was just going to say, that'll reduce your appetite too, right? Co correct. Yeah. So, but that's basically how it functions. And so it is a diabetes drug because it increases the insulin uh, release and decreases blood glucose, which is great. Right, um, you know, to, to lower your blood glucose, but then they found with a lower dosing, it, it, it helps for weight loss for those who don't have diabetes. So again, it is really all about the dosing. But I know that we'll get into that down the line because I know there's some issues with dosing, per, perhaps. Yes, it is FDA approved uh, for use as far as weight loss. Uh, not, but not by itself. You want to combine it with healthy diet and exercise, I think. But there's a lot more to this. So, so. Let's talk about it. How does it work? What are the side effects? What is the good? What's the bad? And what's the ugly, Doc? Okay, well, we just touched on the good, lowering your blood glucose level. Um, it's good for weight loss. It mm -hmm. decreases your appetite, so you're going to eat less food, which is good. Always a good thing. Is that good, though? Are you not going to miss out on, like, your needed nutrients? Well, here's the thing. So... Now, you know, in our office, yes. actually, your office, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney's the boss. I'll just say it again. Um, we, we never just say, oh, here's some semiglutide, you know, go have at it. Right before we came, I had, a, I had an appointment for a semiglutide prescription. And I, you know, the gentleman, he had, he was, had a, a gastric bypass. He went from roughly 310 pounds to, to, down to 175 pounds. He's back up to 210, and he wants to be back at 185. Okay. And not unusual for people who have that kind of uh, procedure. Right. So, but I had the, the, the conversation with him. This is not, you know, this is not a, a, ma a miracle thing. There are things you have to do. You have to have a high-protein diet. Okay. You have to have, and I and I gave him, and this is a typical uh, a typical prescription in our office. You want one gram of uh, protein per pound of body weight, or, or ideal body weight, if you're your if full you're body weight. Your, your full your ideal body weight. So if you're overweight, it's going to be towards your ideal body weight. Okay. If you're underweight, it's going to be what your ideal body weight was. So if you were 100 and your ideal body weight was 120, we would tell you to have 120 grams of protein per pound of body weight. Wow. So it's, it's, I mean, people think it's kind of a fix it and forget it deal, but it's, it's absolutely not. There's a lot more to this if you're going to get the benefits in a healthy manner. It, exactly. And so, and that's all about, you know, we, we want to have the benefits of the drug with none of the, or at least little side effects as we can. Sure. So I had the conversation. I said, you're going to have to have a high protein diet and you're going to have to do resistance exercise. Now I have previously told the listeners that I am muscle centric. Therefore, I am protein session. We've started with that. I mean, the very first show we talked about that. Exactly. So I don't want people to lose muscle. I want them to lose fat. Now, people say, well, I want to lose weight. Oh, they're different things. Weight and, yes, weight and fat and muscle are not the same thing. Muscle weighs more than fat. So I know people that drop fat, they put on muscle and then say, why am I not losing weight? No, you're getting a healthier weight. That so happens it, in yeah. our office all the time. I bet it happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So we just don't weigh people in our office. We take their measurements. Yeah. We'll measure their neck. We'll measure their waist. We'll measure their hips typically. And we measure how they feel. We do an MSQ and it's all about like their symptoms and how they're feeling. And we try to get them as close to zero as possible and keep them there. So, so. an MSQ is a medical symptom questionnaire. It's basically a, uh, a numerical report, uh, a review of systems. Okay. So we can see, you know, how you're doing. And, and it's, it basically gives us a good 
guideline. And, you know, we want you to be healthy, but we want you to function well, and we want you to be happy. And we don't want you to lose muscle. And that's the most important thing. I think that, that's such an important distinction. So um, it's wonderful that that is a part of this bigger picture is making sure it's in balance and done in a healthy way. And I think it's also really important not to lose muscle during um, being on semaglutide because that's what's leading to, if I'm not mistaken, what people are calling ozempic face. Yes. Am I right? You are right, because what happens is... I have a Lady Gaga song stuck in my head now with slightly different lyrics. <laughs> what oh, happens is... big face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that one. It's poker face. Oh, okay. Uh, Maybe not well done, but let's keep rolling. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so if you lose too much muscle at the benefit of fat, you're going to lose muscle in places you don't want to. Oh, like your face. And people right. will, you know, they look gaunt. They look like they're not well. And they might feel okay, but they're losing muscle and not fat. You get the wrinkling around it. The support is not there. Yeah, it's like the, the facial structure. Yeah. yeah, it's not like... You get like extra you... wrinkles from it. Yeah. I've seen that before. I didn't know that was what that was. So you have to keep up a high-protein diet when you're on semaglutide then. Absolutely, yes. Because your muscle will break down to try to, if you're not eating enough calories, your muscle will break down to try to give its calories provided, you know. You're kind of digesting yourself. You, you are digesting yourself. And I think that's something to be avoided. Uh, well, what? you're going to do that anyway after your meals. Your, your muscles will break down to feed amino acids into the system for your liver uh, and okay. brain, etc. Um, but if you don't have enough protein coming in or you don't have enough calories coming in, you're going to do that. Now, when you eat protein, that that muscle breakdown stops and it actually reverses. Okay. Provided you have enough protein, 30 grams of protein or more per meal. It sounds like the balance and awareness are, are as with everything, a big part of making this effective. Yeah, and there's, there's these little secrets that nobody, that really nobody talks about that makes all the difference in the world. Now, if you have, you know, your 120 grams of protein, you had them all at breakfast, well, that's not good. You want to spread it out, you know, throughout the day to keep sure. that muscle breakdown from happening. It makes sense. So we've talked a bit about that we, we touched on ozempic face, trying to avoid muscle loss. I know there are other side effects associated with it. Some of them have been in the news. Some are a little creepier than others. But uh, let's talk about some of those side effects, including one mental emotional one that has been in the news of late. So there are um, recent reports that some people have had um, increase in suicidality being on this type of uh, weight loss regimen. Right. The semaglutide. Um, there are it's not really has been nailed down to an exact mechanism of action, and there might be multiple mechanisms that, that are going on here. Okay. My personal suspicion is somehow um, they're affecting the microbiome. Hey, there's a word I remember from previous shows. Yes, and uh, we talk about the same things all the time, but in different in different ways, mm -hmm. and it all comes back to the same thing. So. Um, if there's a disruption in your microbiome, we talked about the gut-brain axis and how the, the importance of your uh, microbiome is in communicating with the brain. Now, okay. I, we probably mentioned this before, but like 90% of your uh, neurotransmitters are made in and around your gut. Right. And how that works is they don't go to your brain, but they affect the vagus nerve which is that nerve that comes from your brain into yeah. the rest of your organs. It's the straight pipeline for that power. It, it is. So um, it could be that they're not having enough protein in their diet to, to make their muscle. It could be that they're affecting their microbiome level. Or it could be another thing is as fat breaks down, the toxins, the fat-soluble toxins that have been stored in your fat 
come out and they overwhelm the liver. And, and once the liver gets overwhelmed, then the brain gets overwhelmed. And that could have toxic side effects. Isn't that mind blowing? I mean, think about how connected it all is. When you get those into the system, it's going to affect everything. And we talked about how every part of the body is interconnected in web-like fashion with everything else. So this is yet another, um, another way or another possible mechanism that, that could affect it. And how does this get prevented though? Well, it gets prevented by actually doing things the right way. Okay. So a lot of the things, like a lot of the popular things that have come and gone over the years, um, regular mainstream, you know, traditional docs aren't really educated in this. Mm -hmm. They don't give it to their patients and they don't care to. And so the patients find other ways or other avenues to get it, whether it be, you know, they're getting this in a med spa, they're getting it in a car wash, yeah, or they're getting I it see somewhere else. Big when the med spas, yeah, I hey, see it on Instagram all the it's time. Like, doesn't that seem just a bit extreme just to go to a med spa and get this? Yeah, they're just like ads. It's like $500 for six months of Ozempic. And it's like, well, how do you know I need six months? Well, that's another good question because exactly, and that's we we Don't you know we follow up with our patients. It's like, okay, here's your course, and then at the end of your course, we're going to reevaluate you. Do you need to stay on this dose? Are you done? Do you need to have a lower dose? And you know, so and we do some testing too. We absolutely do testing because we have to know the patients. Um, liver function. We have to know how well their, you know, metabolic profile is. I mean, right. And that's something you need before treatment and something you should monitor during treatment. Now, there are people who, who get this who should not be getting it. Personal patient of mine started taking semaglutide, not from me, that right. she went with her girlfriend somewhere. Picked it up at the bowling alley. Or wherever it was. And Car then, you wash. Know, yep. Yeah, and it was someplace else, and they all got, you know, went to an Ozempic party or a semaglutide party, whatever it was. Oh, dear Lord. They gave her the dose, they accelerated the dose too much, right. too fast, and she got pancreatitis. Oh, gosh. So there are, this is, you know, for the most part, you do things right. This is a very safe medication. But if you don't follow the, the right guidelines, people can get hurt. And I think that's kind of the thing is if you look at, I mean, look at even portion size at restaurants over the last decades, right? It's kind of, well, if this is good, then this much is better. So if I've got this much Ozempic, I'm going to take three times what they told me to take and I'll lose three times the weight. I'll be fine. That's, Not understanding none of that is how this works. That's the American way. Look, there's a sweet spot for everything. Yes. What do you want to call it? The Goldilocks zone. I call it the sweet spot. Love it. The zone. Mm -hmm. But it's the most effective and efficient way to do things. For this, for Ozempic or for semaglutide, we keep it in a, in a small range. We make sure the patient's monitored. We monitor their weight loss. We, we monitor how much weight versus um, you know muscle that they're, they're possibly losing. Are they losing fat? Great. Lose all the fat you want and, and right. keep going. You need you know, a certain amount of fat on your body, but sure. I want you to have all the muscle that you can. Now, let's say you've kind of hit your goal with it or that, that course is, is coming to an end of it. Mm -hmm. Is it something like when you're done, are you cold turkey with it? Is it something you'd wean yourself off of? What's the end of it look like? The answer to that question is like a lot of things in medicine, it depends. Depends. <laughs> yep, I should have said that in sync. It depends. <laughs> we need a button that just says it depends, but it's true. And that's actually one of the things that, that I find so refreshing about integrative medicine and Palm Beach Integrative Medicine in particular. Uh, and by the way, you can learn more at palmbeachintegrative.com. Palmbeachintegrative.com or calling 561-630-8722. It's customized. There's nothing about this that is, you know, hey, this is our cookie cutter treatment. You look at the entire picture, the whole patient, and determine the course around that. Yes. And, and so it is customized. There's just to answer your question is, how, what we do after their course of tr treatment is customized to the patient. Have they met their weight loss goals? Are they losing too much muscle in relation to fat? Are they, do they need a lower dose? Right. Do they need a higher dose? You know, it all depends. 
How are they doing with their exercise? Because I say you have to go to the gym. Not it's a good idea. No, you must. You must. Yeah. You want to. You need that resistance exercise to keep that muscle, the growth stimulated, that growth signal stimulated, so you don't break down your muscle. It's it's incredibly important to follow all those directions. So and I know that's also and that's what's going to help them are. prevent the weight from coming back when they stop. That was right? my next question. Was I mean, you know, a lot of times it's like, well, I'm done with this. Here I am. And then we see people swing back the other direction mm -hmm. all the time, right? It is just like any other weight loss, um, and I hate to use that term, fat loss, um, you know, program. Yes. People go on these crash diets, these, you know, zero calorie or, and even the HCG diet was popular there for a while where you had 500 calories and some HCG. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, but you stop doing that. And yeah, if you go back to eating the way you were, you will go back to weighing what you did. Right. Look, I've hit my goal. I got to that number, so I'm going to have my regular pint of Ben and Jerry's with Magic Shell. So yeah. we've talked about it's all lifestyle. You know, lifestyle medicine is the core of what we do in, in, yes. in integrative medicine. And um, so we have to teach the patients to make lifestyle changes first. And then because if you don't, you're just going to revert back to where you were. So when we talk about diet, and I hate the term, no. we talked about it's not a diet, it's a nutritional intake management plan. Oh, it's a NIM. Yes, it a is. NIM, <laughs> if you will. But uh, that, that really does nail it, is that it's another form of integration. It's integrating these changes into a lifestyle for good. And for good, not just for permanent, but for the betterment of your life. To Absolutely. me, I think it's a no-brainer. Absolutely. Now, we talked about all the benefits of muscle. It's good for your brain. It, it helps you get around easier. You're, you're less likely to have an adverse effect, mm -hmm. falling, breaking a hip, especially as you get older, et cetera. So the bottom line with it is that, you know, the, the injections, they're a piece of it. Correct. The, the changes to diet, the exercise... But there's more to it. I mean, this is it's a pretty comprehensive plan, right? It, it is, and it's part of a plan. So it's, you know, it is the shots. It's, it's the semaglutide shots. It's the diets we talk about. We also have other nutritional um, uh, things that we we offer the patient as far as their, their overall nutritional strategies. Okay. So, you know, vitamin supplements, things like that. Exactly. Yes, yeah, specific vitamin supplements and other, and other things to help with uh, glucose uh, deposition or disposal. Either. Okay. It's, I mean, it's so important to make sure that this is happening healthily. Because then you're going to lose the weight you want in a way that's going to minimize those side effects and everything else. But it's not something to do on your own or, as Courtney keeps throwing it back to, at the car wash. I mean, I, I wonder if she saw a promotion somewhere. And that's just driving me crazy to think that that's I keep seeing it on Instagram. I'm scrolling and I just keep seeing Instagram telling me to get semaglutide for six months. And I just keep going back to that. And I cannot imagine going on an ad and choosing to be on a weight loss prescription for six months. I weigh a hundred pounds. Well, as we all know, if it's on the internet, it must be true, right? So right? I just think that's so dangerous. And just going back to, um, I've seen also some news articles about these suicidal tendencies that are happening. Yeah. And so dude, this is a tool, you know, you can misuse the tool. You can use it, you know, in the, in the best possible way, but if there are no magic bullets and you really have to do all the lifestyle things to go along with this. And, um, you know, this is if this is like the easy button that never is going to work for a long term. Yes, yeah, not a real thing. But it's it's a tool. So if you really need to lose weight, great. It's a great way to jumpstart. But you have to do all the other stuff that we always talk about. Yeah. Bottom line is learn more about it. Make it an integrated part of your life and your plan to get healthier. It's fat loss, not weight loss. Those are different things. Learn about the difference and learn how it fits into your plan, whether it'll work for you, by uh, reaching out to Palm Beach Integrative Medicine five six one six three zero. 8722 561 630 8722. 
or palmbeachintegrative.com. Now, uh, I had a question, Courtney, because I know that, that you you were walking around with the, some news articles earlier on, and I'm kind of curious to see what they were all about because you, you seem to be um, kind of focused on them before we went on the air. Yeah, no, I found um, a couple of really interesting news articles. The first one that I wanted to talk about that I wanted to get Dr. DeLuca's um, opinion on is this one from CNN that's saying hearing aids may reduce your risk of dementia by half. Wow, that's that's quite an interesting assertion. Yeah, this is a this is a news article on CNN. It was just released last week, uh, July 18. Okay. However, this is not new news. This has been in the in the mainstream media or in the in the in the, in the mainstream um, scientific literature for a while. And what we know is is the more input you have into your brain, the less likely you're going to have dementia. It's like a, exercising a muscle. It, exactly. So when you decrease the input, you're, it doesn't, you know, it's just like a computer. When you, when you decrease the input, the output is, n- is never garbage as Garbage in, garbage out, right? We can say the same thing, and they found this about vision. When people have their cataracts, re- you know, repaired, you know, they have better brain function. And, and I, actually, thinking about that, I remember many years ago, my grandmother got her cataracts uh, dealt with. The first thing she said was, good Lord, why have any of you been letting me dress like this? Uh, because she couldn't see the colors that she was in. We figured it was her style. We didn't know. Um, but then after that, it is interesting. Thinking back, she did sharpen cognitively. Yes. So other things that, you know, other inputs into the brain, I and mean, an important one is proprioception. Proprioception. Okay. And that's the ability of, to tell where your body is in space. And this is why walking and activity and exercise are so important. That's input that's sensory input into the brain so again another another input channel into the brain so the more you inputs you have the better your brain is going to be okay so uh, all these things taken together you make sure your eyesight is good make sure your your vision is good keep moving definitely good inputs into the brain now another study was recently released and it said the people who sat and watched tv and they were compared to people who did the uh, computer work. Okay. The same time, the people would just sat passively and watch TV were more prone to decreased cognitive function than the people who were on the internet or on the computer, but they were actually exercising their minds, or right. they they were actually had uh, you know act, meaningful activity into their brain function. The people who just passively took it in, they did not have it. So you need input, and then you need to do something with the input. That's why I still play Wordle. I yes. think we've talked about this before, too, right, with, like, the importance of social media with um, the older community, especially well, during COVID. Well, look when what they isolation were, yeah. has always been like for the senior right. community. Then you add something like COVID where the isolation was being enforced in other ways. And we did see some pretty dramatic declines happening in cognitive abilities. Yeah, so we can say the social interaction is another input into the brain. I get smarter doing the show with you, too. Well, thank you, Mike. <laughs> so we need to have people... Good vision, good movement, good hearing, thinking. We talked about you know keeping our cognitive abilities up. So you do your Wordle, you do your um, uh, Brain HQ is actually a, a, a program yes. that has been um, uh, scientifically verified. Um, but you do your, um, your your word puzzles and your your Sudoku and you know your other things. Keep that going. But talk to somebody. You Human know, interaction. Exactly. Get out of your house. Get out of your apartment. Go to the mall. Go, you know, we talked about go volunteer somewhere. It's a great thing. I mean, and look, we're in echo chambers now. You might learn something if you go outside of it a bit. Exactly. Again, it's an integrative approach. We're talking about integrating a lot of different things. The physical, the mental, the emotional. Then you bring in nutrition. You bring in supplements. You bring in something like the semaglutide, whatever it may be. But the fact is, everything comes together to deal with 
most of the issues that we are trying to deal with when it comes to our health. And that is what Pommage Integrative Medicine really shines the light on. And uh, I mean, come on in, get a consultation, find out what your body is like, what is going to work for you when it comes to achieving your goals uh, and health. 561-630-8722 is the number to call. 561-630-8722 is the number to call. And again, it is uh, palmbeachintegrative.com. Now, uh, I, I'm curious to see if uh, Courtney, lovely lady C, I know that sometimes you get a few questions uh, sent in to uh, I did. I got Let's a few a really interesting questions um, last week when we were talking about leaky gut and the GI map test. Um, the first question that we got was, what if I don't have a gallbladder? Oh, that is a great question. Wow, that's not one you typically wake up in the morning and wonder. So we get people um, who have had, for whatever reason, their gallbladder removed. Um, and I'm of the opinion that's usually not a spare port. So if it, um, you know, if it was in fact it was about to burst, sure, that's yeah, that probably needed to come out. But uh, what typically happens is people don't tell you the importance of your gallbladder for digestion. It secretes the bile acids, which helps you break down your fat. Okay. So um, when I ask people, I said, "Well, did your surgeon or your doctor tell you ever you had to do anything?" He says, "No, I could just eat whatever I wanted as usual." Well, I always tell my patients, well, look, you don't have a gallbladder, you don't have bile acids, so we need to replace those in your body. And there's just a nutritional supplement you can give, uh, you know, bile acids or uh, digestive enzymes to help them emulsify the fat to break it down so they could absorb it. Otherwise, it, you know, it'll go through the system, the GI system quicker, and it won't be uh, absorbed. And, you know, we need, there's essential fatty acids that we need, um, you know, to have our brain function. Well, it's so funny. I mean, people talk about the gallbladder coming out, it's like it's not a big deal at all. Like, it is a spare part. I'm glad to hear that the... Well, it's easy, to, info on that. it's easy to take out, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, if it was... As long as we're here, it was, you know? If it was stuck under somewhere, you know, it's like your pancreas or something like that, it would be a lot easier, you know, a lot harder to take out. Right, so, leave it in place for now. Wow. Yeah, so, um, you know, if, look, if the gallbladder has to come out, it has to come out, but you have to make sure it really has to come out. But if you do, just you just take the, your bile enzymes with your, with your meals, and, and you'll be fine. You don't want to have uh, your nutritional intake, you know, d diminish because you don't have a gallbladder. So it's e easily overcome. That is a great question. So I'm glad we uh, glad we got that addressed. That was a good one. It really is. You ready for my next one? Yeah, we've got a minute, I think. All right. Can a little GI bleed give you anemia? Oh, boy, can it. So, yes, we have uh, we actually have a current patient who has a, a, a GI bleed, and, and she is anemic. And, um, yeah, so that's why we do our uh, – we, and we talked about our uh, – uh, GI map or the, the analysis we do for the stool. Um, the occult blood. Right? The occult blood, yeah. So sometimes, you know, if a, a large bleed, you'll, it'll be red, it'll be brown, but sometimes it's occult, you don't even see it because it's a little trickle. Right. It's like a little leaky faucet and it just yep. trickles out. And yes, it can lead to anemia. Interestingly, some people have an intermittent bleed. It bleeds, it stops, it bleeds, it stops, it bleeds, it stops. Wow. And they can have anemia too. And then they get scoped, they get endoscopy, they get colonoscopy. They can't find the bleed because it doesn't happen to be bleeding it's at that particular at the moment, time. Yeah. Yet, the, yet the person is walking around with anemic levels of uh, you know, hemoglobin in, in their blood and, and they can't figure it out why. But I've seen that a few times over the years. People have intermittent bleeds and... Um, it's very frustrating for the doctors and for the patients. I would and, imagine. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a process. You, it, you yes. figure out what the story is. Yeah. Find out where you stand with all of it. Head on over to palmbeachintegrative.com, palmbeachintegrative.com. You can submit your questions there as well uh, for us to, uh, to talk about on the air here on Live Better Longer. Now, before we roll, Courtney, 
Let's talk about other places that people can learn about Palm Beach Integrative Medicine, social media, and so on. Yes, you can find us on social media, Instagram, at Palm Beach Integrative Med. Facebook, we are PBI Medicine. Um, Dr. DeLuca's Twitter is Dr. John DeLuca. And if you follow us on there, you may see some flash sales. For example, today we had a $100 flash sale of Myers Cocktail. Okay. Um, so How do we afford to do that? I know. So follow us and you'll get in on those deals. We also do have our Spotify account if you want to listen to past episodes. Um, you can find us on there as well, Live Better Longer with Dr. John DeLuca. Check him out. Give him a five-star review. Right? I love him. Yes, please. It is Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. PalmBeachIntegrative.com, 561-630. 8722. Mike McGann here, Dr. John DeLuca, and the lovely Lady C. Courtney, who is in charge of everything. Uh, give them a call, 561-630-8722. Send those questions into to and we'll see you again next week for another edition of Live Better Longer here on Legends 100.3. Thanks for listening to Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Learn more and set up your consultation today by calling 561-630-8722 or visit palmbeachintegrative.com. Tune in next week for another edition of Live Better Longer on Legends 100.3. The preceding program was presented for informational purposes only. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. Always consult a physician for specific health care advice.